0: Before we begin Learning Objective 7, I want to acknowledge our intentional admission of Learning Objectives 5 and 6 for this course. While they're useful, I don't think the scope of our course and the time restraints permit us to cover it. But we do have time to cover Learning Objective 7, and we're asked to identify taxpayer and tax professional penalties. The IRS can impose both criminal and civil penalties to encourage tax compliance by both tax professionals and taxpayers. Civil penalties are much more common, generally coming in the form of monetary penalties, and may be imposed when tax practitioners or taxpayers violate tax statutes without reasonable cause. Some of the most common examples of civil penalties arise from failing to file a return, filing a fraudulent return, failing to pay the tax owed, understating substantially by 20% or more the tax owed. But wait, there's more. We have criminal penalties. Now these are much less common than civil penalties and they're commonly charged in tax evasion cases. Compared to civil cases, the standard of conviction is higher in a criminal trial, namely conviction beyond a reasonable doubt. But the criminal penalties are also much higher. And perhaps most importantly, the losing taxpayer may be sent to jail. Some of the more current examples of taxpayers who have spent time walking the prison yard include actor Wesley Snipes for failure to file a return, reality game show contestant Richard Hatch for willful failure to report his million dollar in prize money from the inaugural Survivor Show, and then finally, Raymond Stevenson, former vice president of taxation for Tyco for failing to report $170 million in company income through the backdating of documents. A taxpayer will not be subject to an underpayment penalty if there's substantial authority that supports the tax return position. There are also penalties for tax professionals. A taxpayer will not be subject to penalty for recommending a tax return position if there's substantial authority supporting that position. So let's now go to a uh, question to put together the learning objective. You're going to have a client, I'm going to call him Peter Protester, and he plans not to report some of his, quote, cash income from a side business, close quote, believing it's not traceable. Peter refuses to divulge to his advisor its source. As his advisor, how might you motivate Peter to comply with the Internal Revenue Code. Well, let's keep in mind the laundry list of exposure to civil and criminal penalty. The most important penalties are going to be civil, even if a return has been timely filed. That is, failure to pay the tax owed, substantially understating the penalty, a fraud penalty, Is 75% of the understated liabilities attributable to fraud? And last but never least, exposure to a criminal penalty for the willful failure to report this income. Remember the case of Richard Patch, the survivor contestant, who failed to report over a million dollars in income. In other words, appeal to your client's fear of being incarcerated, if not desire to do the right thing and report income. This concludes Learning Objective 2-7 and Chapter 2.